The following episode contains material that may be disturbing. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, Scary Dolls. Hello. Hello. I'm Mandy. I'm Ashley. And I'm Caro. And you're listening to Scary Not Scary Podcast. Yay. Podcast. (laughs) (laughs) We can't do anything (laughs) serious. And I feel like I can't say podcast regular now. It's like podcast. 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 Next week is going to be all cast pod. (laughs) Cast pod. All random. All out of tune. Cast pod. (laughs) What's up, you guys? We literally were having like a whole hour conversation before this. (laughs) We were. And we were eating. Yeah. It was good. Shout out to Sonic. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, Coddle. Guys, I was so hungry and everyone else got normal food and I got burnt chicken strips. They were so dark. Like, I'm like, excuse me, hello. I didn't ask for blackened chicken strips. I asked for normal, regular chicken strips. I still ate them though. I couldn't. I don't discriminate. It was all hard when I was trying to bite into them. Oh my god! I couldn't look at every time I looked at you. You just looked mad and like disappointed. It was dry as hell. (laughs) And then they're all, "How's your chicken burger?" I was all nice and juicy. Fuck off. Just the right amount of crisp. <laughs> I'm all, fuck off, all of y'all. Oh, oh and I can never win, because last time I went to Sonic, I got a chicken burger, and it was uncooked. <laughs> it was pink. And I'm like, what the hell? Get your shit together. They don't like you. Fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> get your oh shit together. But the only thing that I will always love is my ocean water. Take a they seat. always get that right. With cherry fruit. You're welcome. I get my ocean water, and I asked them to throw cherries in there. Mm. And you know so what though good. like i wonder if they were like oh it's a little bit burnt oh it's really burnt oh we don't have time and then just like threw it in that thing probably because it was you. full the parking it spots was full. were full what if they were literally just like eh, fuck it <laughs> just <laughs> that's exactly what they did <laughs> she won't notice <laughs> her fat ass won't care she'll still eat it and i did no I mean, literally we drove in separate cars so it was me and Connell, and then ashley came in her her car she's gonna go pick up sophia afterwards and we parked next to each other <laughs> at sonic rolled down our windows and we we're talking like if we were in the same car yeah it was it fun it was fun and i had my radio on full blast <laughs> um the guy that went to drop off the strips was like um is this a party back here <laughs> yeah do you, you're only invited if you bring us free chicken strips Non burnt, please. Not burnt. <laughs> I'll take mine not well done, please. <laughs> no, it was like extra well done. It was. <laughs> it was extra burnt. Extra, done. Yeah. Never ask for a medium rare <laughs> chicken strips. <laughs> Imagine. It's going to be raw. Ew. Okay. Mm. I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> so, do you want to talk about what happened today at the house? I don't even remember. Why is there always something <laughs> that happens at the house? Because there's because always shit house happening haunted. at my house. Well, I'm I'm kind of glad you don't tell me while I'm there, though. Like that's okay. yeah. I wait for the for for the podcast for the, for the episode. Yeah. Okay. What so happened at your we house? so we went to go get breakfast. Oh, yeah. We came back and my phone is ringing. So I'm like, it's my mom calling me, right? So I'm I'm like, okay, let me grab my phone. I pick it up and it says, Carol is FaceTiming you." And I look at it and I looked at her and I'm like, you're FaceTiming me. And she's like, what? And she looks at her phone. She's like, no, I'm not. And she shows me her phone and it's not calling me. And then it hangs up and then she goes to her call history and there's no like FaceTime thing <gasps> on there at all. What? Weird. It was weird. Like, like and if like, our phones knew we, we were near each other. I don't yeah, know. we literally like just walked into the house. We were putting the food down. I had Jason. And then it's my phone is my phone start ringing. What if it was like future Cottle, like a future call? Oh, well, now that I've seen Loki, I'm I believe like, it. It was a different timeline. It had to be. I believe it. I was even holding my phone and I'm like, uh, no, I'm not. I'm not. It, it was. It was Cottle. you calling me from a different timeline. Ooh. I wonder what I was going to say. Dun, I should have answered it. You should have. Bitch, when it was me all like, um, you're all, Mandy, help skinny. me. Help me. Shut oh, up. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> In the future. Me skinny. <laughs> me skinny. 
looking like she's in trouble and she's like, I'm skinny. <laughs> I'm going to be in the back. Hey, bitch, you look good. <laughs> like my outfit, boo. She's like, thanks, you got it for me. Imagine. <laughs> I wish I could talk to my like future or my past self. That would be dope. Imagine. Don't do it, Carol. Don't do it. Not going to lie. Yeah, I think it was future Carol calling. Legit. It probably was. I should have answered it. I think we were both just like, what the hell? Yeah, and then it just stopped ringing. Yeah. When, whenever I was like, I'm not calling you, it just stopped. It yeah. stopped ringing. And I think it's still in my call history. Let me see. It's not on mine. <gasps> God, it is. it's not in my call <gasps> history anymore. Oh, yes, it is. It's right there. Oh. FaceTime. <laughs> God, Olina, FaceTime. Oh, wow. Right yeah, mine. And then it's... Mm-mm. What if yeah, it was right there, ten fifty a.m. What if it was Future Cuddle giving you a message and you missed it? She's all, "Don't be a dumb hoe." <laughs> you just answer it, and she's just like, "Hope." And the things up. <laughs> You're a bitch. <laughs> I'm gonna have burnt chicken strips today, and I'm gonna be mad. <laughs> so don't suggest. Don't, get Sonic. Sonic. don't go to Sonic, bitch. So please talk me out of chicken strips. <laughs> that would be so funny, right? Oh, uh, this is fun. Dude, then so that cool. means your weenie would have been burnt. Oh. You can't burn a weenie. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you can. I mean, you can. You're very aggressive. <laughs> you can't burn a weenie. Don't talk about Her weenies. hair, like, moved and everything. <laughs> oh, that's great. Today oh, is gosh. fun, I guess. We, we, yeah, it's... We always have fun. It's like one of our reviews said, we have great chemistry. <laughs> chemistry. <laughs> Thank you to everybody who left a review. Yeah. Yes, you guys are awesome. You made our day. We it were made sitting me there. happy. We were, sitting at, we were sitting at Sonic and I'm screaming what each review said so Ashley can hear me. She goes, oh, that makes me so happy. Oh, good thing we parked on the <laughs> on the other side where no one parks. We were having like a full on team meeting together. We're like, yeah, we should do this. We should do that. At Sonic. <laughs> at we should Sonic. change our logo. <laughs> Fun times. Oh. oh, and we hope you all like our logo. Yeah. It's cute. It is cute. I like it's inspired it. by it's so her us. cute huh it's so us it right? is yeah very <sighs> i'm sleepy now i'm not gonna lie yeah. because i ate so i'm sleepy me too i ate my too much full. all right guys we'll talk to y'all later we're gonna go take a nap we'll <laughs> be back in about remember 12 30 to 45 minutes <laughs> <laughs> this was a quick 10 minute episode thanks for listening <laughs> Oh my god! Uh, so today we are discussing. I don't know how to phrase it. What the fuck? What the murders? Murders or like murders. murders we wish we never knew about? Oh, mm-hmm. definitely. Yeah, this one. Yeah, this case that I'm going to talk about is like what? what? Yeah, fuck? what the fuck? Yeah, what the fuck? Murders. Pretty I much. tried not to because usually when you guys would tell me like what y'all are like talking about, I'll kind of like. Well, except for some of them, but I'll kind of go and like look at them on Google to see if I like heard of them before. But I try not to do that anymore, so that so I could you be can like have a genuine so surprise. Exactly. Yeah. So I try not to do that anymore. So I I didn't do that with this one <clears throat> at all whatsoever. Ooh, so we're gonna catch all of our raw reactions. <laughs> we're gonna raw dog it today. <laughs> Yum. <laughs> My Yum. favorite. <laughs> Just- Oh, God. Seriously, like, <laughs> Ashley just sits there with her freaking halo and her horn holding up her halo. Like, oh, my God. She pretends she's innocent, but she's not. What? Me? Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Anyways. <laughs> this isn't about Sorry. me, guys. Oh, yeah, yeah. My bad. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's right. Okay. It was back to the episode faker. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Okay, so I'm going to be talking about the case of Colleen Ritzer, or Reitzer. I think it's Ritzer. It's Ritzer, Ritzer. I think. Uh, So Colleen Ritzer, she was a 24-year-old math teacher, and she was well-beloved with all her students. And she was a teacher at Danvers High School. She was known to connect with her students. Um, She would have her students stay after school, you know, after hours to help them out, to tutor them who are struggling with, like, any kind of new material or like old material that either like they don't understand from like the previous year or like anything that they're struggling with she's just like a great teacher everybody has nothing but great things to say about her 
Um, on October 22nd, 2013, she asked one of her students, and he was a new student in her class. His name was Philip Chisholm. Um, so he asked, she asked him to stay after school for tutoring and also because she saw that he was struggling. He was very quiet. He wasn't really connecting with any of like the other students. Um, and during her class, she noticed that he wasn't answering questions, really writing anything down. So she had another student staying for tutoring. So she asked him to also stay behind and she was trying to get to know him. So basically, you know, she knew that he had just moved from Clarksville, Tennessee, and that, you know, he was fairly shy. And with the other student in the classroom who was also being tutored, um, she was just trying to get to know him. Um, and she was just trying to get him to open up and talk because that's her thing. Like she loves, you know, being around her students and getting to know everybody. And that, that also helps her like teach better. Mm -hmm. That's just her way of teaching. Well, she noticed that he was disturbed when she attempted like to bring up the topic of like getting to know him. And th in that moment, he got like really upset. And so she was just kind of like, OK, well, I'm sorry to bother you. Like, I don't want to push it, whatever. And she let him go. Well, at this moment, she um, got up to go use the restroom. So this was like just before 3 p.m. She goes to the bathroom. And then a minute later on the camera that they see, the footage that they see, um, Philip is also leaving the classroom. And he this time he's um, he's in a hoodie and he's walking down the hallway, almost right behind her. And as she entered the bathroom, he pulled gloves over his hands and pulls out a sharp box cutter. And he scares her from behind. He slashes on her throat 16 times. What before brutally raping her in the bathroom stall. Oh, wait, how old is this kid? He is 14 years old. Oh, my God. And this is a 24 year old teacher. Oh, hell no. Super young. Both of them. <clears throat> so basically, he finishes up, he finishes up raping her. He's putting his pants on and then he abruptly left. Well, in the middle of him like doing that, another student walked in. But he had her like so far in the big stall that the other student didn't think anything of it. And that student, when they interviewed them, just thought that somebody was changing. So they walked in and walked out real quick. Didn't think uh, anything of it. Yeah. Right. So 10 minutes later, he returns to the bathroom in a different jacket. And this time he's rolling a green recycling bin. And then basically he allegedly like changed his clothes. Like he went to school that day with the change of clothes. In his locker. So it's almost kind of like, it's almost like he knew what he was going to do or he knew he was going to do something that day. Mm -hmm. So he changes his clothes. He has a mask and he has um, the gloves in his backpack and he's dragging the recycling bin out. And the security cameras that are placed outside show him rolling the bin that they're, that's containing um, Colleen's body into the nearby wooded area. And police believe that she was still but barely alive from those wounds. So she was basically bleeding to death, but she was still alive. Oh my God. And this time he took her to the woods. He dumped her body onto the ground. This is very disturbing. So if we want to skip ahead 10 seconds, you're more than welcome to. But it's very cringy and it's very disturbing. So I apologize. Like I said, skip ahead if you don't want to hear. Um, he picks up a tree branch and sexually assaults her with the tree branch. <gasps> yes. Oh, yes, it gave God. me chills. Um, after he does that, he's he pretty much spreads her legs. He takes off all her clothes, and he makes like the scene the scene of it make it to look like she got raped and murdered there in the woods. And he actually left a note by her body that says, "I hate you all," and left. So what he did is he stole her credit card. He went to a corner store and bought some food. Then he used that same credit card to go to the movies that same night. And by this time, like they found her body because the bathroom's full of blood, you know, and then they notice that she's missing. They go searching for her. They find her body into the woods. Philip was basically found shortly after midnight walking along the highway when police searched the backpack that he was carrying. They found the bloody box cutter. Um, he told officers that the blood came from the girl. And then authorities also found her credit card and her underwear in his possession. What the? F 
This is a 14-year-old boy. <gasps> 14 years old. That's he insane. brutally raped and murdered and sexually assaulted this 24-year-old beloved teacher. And like made like I, I just it blows my mind. Like I don't understand. Flip, man. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, they take him back, they um interrogate him, he admits to everything, and they basically ask him, you know, why did you do it? And he's just like, Well, why not? Uh, why not? Punk ass kid, right? So while awaiting his trial in 2014, mind you, this is 2014. Well, this was actually when was I didn't even say when it was twenty. So this is twenty thirteen. So this was a year a later. year later. Um, while awaiting his trial, um, a similar attack happened on a staff member um, at a youth facility that he was staying in. So he apparently made sure that he wasn't being watched by anyone at this time, um, and he attacked a twenty nine year old woman that walked into the locker room. Um, Philip took off his shoes so that way his steps wouldn't be heard. Um, he slammed her up against the wall, choked, punched her, and stabbed her with a pencil. The woman was actually saved by another staff member who heard the commotion happening, and like they rushed in to save her. And um, it was like in connection to like that same crime that he did to Colleen. What the fuck? Yeah. So basically, like, it was like the same. Like he rushed up behind her and he was, you know, I'm pretty sure it was about to probably rape, rape and kill her. her too. But it's like, OK, like if this was supposedly because the the defense team, the, the defense, the defense team, or whatever, they were trying to argue that, oh, he's a young kid. He didn't know what he was doing. It was like a spur of a moment reaction, okay. all this stuff. Oh, but twice. when this second attack happened, it's like, OK, really, like. He did this. It was the exact same way. He attacked her from behind. He stabbed her with an object like he was going to rape her. If that other staff member never walked in, they probably would have found her dead. Yeah. You know what I mean? So stupid. And so they were also trying to defend him by saying that um, he didn't know. Like I said, he didn't know what he was doing, but they were also trying to blame the death on her. Huh? Like, And I was trying to read more into it. Like, like how they were trying to blame the death on her, but that basically like she called him into the classroom. She was like trying to force, oh. force like that open connection with the student who obviously didn't want to have that connection. And she agitated him so much that his first reaction was to attack her because he was going through a lot that his, because his parents recently got a divorce and that's why they moved. Mm. Maybe some bullshit, little- right? Yeah. Yeah. Huh? Like, fucking if I bullshit. was his parent, I would get a divorce too. <laughs> fucking little bitch. Yeah, that's insane. And they were also trying to, um, because they did say that when he dragged her into the woods and he sexually assaulted her with the tree branch, they said that she was barely alive. So the defense team were arguing that no, she was dead. So there was like a lot of going back, back and, and forth, forth that she was like dead or alive. So they were trying to drop that charge of unnatural rape, um, saying oh. that he that he technically like she she was dead. So they need to drop that charge. Uh, but no, they ended up charging him like full. He still fucking raped her. It's still like, a unnatural so rape of a body. You know yeah. what I mean? Like regardless, if somebody gets caught having sex with a dead body at a hospital, they're going to go and charge them for like necrophilia you yeah. know what i mean it's the same thing like charge him for it he raped and killed this poor lady and then continues on doing stuff to her when she's barely barely alive barely, barely alive or dead he was still like doing sexual things to her body so stupid that's so disgusting you know what i mean it, it makes is. me so mad when i think about oh, it oh my god uh, so Anyways, in 2016, he was sentenced um, 40 years to prison for rape, killing, and robbing Colleen Ritzer. Um, he had he has not been sentenced for the separate charge, and I actually did research on this. I couldn't find it. It looks like he's still waiting trial for that charge. Um, still? I think so, yeah. I couldn't really find anything on like this, unless they just didn't make it public record. I couldn't mm. find anything. I'm going to continue on like trying they to. They could have since he was 14. Yeah. It could be like, you know. Yeah. And, and it could have been like a sponge. I don't know. I don't know how all that works, but I couldn't find anything about that second attack. So it looks like oh my God. Colleen Ritzer and then the whatever he did to that staff member uh, were two different cases. Obviously, it was two different yeah. people, um, but I, I couldn't find anything on the on the second attack that he did. But yes, um, 
This is a 14-year-old boy who brutally raped and murdered and robbed his 24-year-old math teacher. That dude. Sick little boy. And like... They try to make that... Oh, he's young, so he shouldn't get charged as an adult. Yes. No. Yes. If you murder someone, you definitely need so that, to get that charged was, as an adult. That was another thing. So, like, this whole article that I actually read on the SalemNews.com, um, Salem, Massachusetts. Hello. <laughs> and Hello. it's so cute because the logo has a little witch. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, oh, how cute. That is cute. It's super cute. Yeah, so this this is the article that it read where it said Colleen Ritzer was blamed for her own death. So it was because she took him into the classroom. She was trying to force him to open up. All this bullshit, all this other stuff. Um, and then this is also the same article that said that they were trying to drop charges, that he was um, trying to claim insanity. Um, and that he didn't know what he was doing. It was like spare of a moment thing. And then that's when he attacked that staff member the same way he attacked Colleen. Except he didn't get to finish doing what he was going to do to her because somebody came and saved her and stopped him from doing it. But just imagine what could have happened. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like what in anybody's mind would be like, oh, I'm going to go to school today and I'm going to rape and kill my teacher. Like they should have known it was like an intentional thing since he took extra clothes. Who ha- what 14 year old has a and box then, cutter right. at school? And then they were saying that um, they were trying to say that the police did wrong. The police didn't didn't um, give him. I think what was it? The Fifth Amendment. They didn't read him his rights or whatever. Or The Fourth Amendment rights. Uh, yeah. So they argued that the police violated his Fourth Amendment rights by detaining him and. Uh, and basically that the moment that they detained him when they took him into questioning um, that um, they shouldn't have because how he was so young. Uh, he wasn't that young. Obviously, but he murdered obviously. someone. They went through his backpack and found her credit card, her panties and the box cutter that still had her fresh blood on it. How would you? And then when they say, where's the blood from? He says, from the girl. Uh, like, oh, it just makes it makes me cringe and it makes me so mad. Like, during any of this, did they, like, call his parents and, like, or anything? Oh, like yeah. That? They called his parents in and they had to, you know? I'd be but like, that's not my kid. Mm-mm. Kill him. Send him <laughs> away. And they don't really say, like, how his parents' reactions were. Like, there's no really, like, they didn't say anything. Um, supposedly, he says that he did it because he wanted to go to juvie and he wanted to get away. You could like rob, rob stores or like, something. Okay, there's a <laughs> like, difference. You don't have like, to kill anybody. Fucking get in <laughs> a fight with your with you know kids at school or steal something or exactly. like steal her purse and go charge or up her credit you, card. Ask someone don't, to take you to don't, private school. Don't like, run up behind her, stab her sixteen times in the neck, brutally rape her in the bathroom stall. Not only that, he wasn't finished. He puts her body in the recycling bin, drags her to the woods, and does what he does to her with the tree branch. Does unnatural rape. Like who like, who like in their right mind does that? A psychopath. That's what a psychopath does. Like you ain't and going to juvie, mad. you going to jail. Prison. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like so second level prison. They charged him as an adult. He has Good. 40 years of <sighs> That's it. 40 years. Mm-hmm. So, so if he's 14, he's 14 or 15. He'll literally be out by like 50. Yeah. They should have given him life. Um yeah. Definitely. Without parole. Life without parole. Mm-hmm. Life without parole. Agreed. Agreed. Makes me mad. That's crazy, dude. Oh my god. Yep. Fourteen year old boy. <sighs> yeah. So that's Disgusting. the case of Colleen Ritzer. It's not really that long, but I, I honestly like when I read this case, I couldn't get out of my head. Like it. I can't imagine. I just can't believe that I they can't. were trying to blame her death on her. Yeah. They're like, trying that's to what I can't her. believe. That's what blows my mind is that they're blaming her for her own death. And like, it's like, so sad, right? The defense attorneys. It's so sad, right? Because like, look like at, she was trying to help. Not look at that. They have like the clips, like the pictures, the snippets of her walking to the to the bathroom, him following behind <gasps> her. Little bitch. That's oh. him leaving with blood on him. Like leaving he the bathroom. He didn't even try and hide it. He ch- completely changes his clothes. He's with the recycling bin. <gasps> That's the tree branch. Oh my god. Oh no. Why? Oh, they literally are just holding the tree branch. Yeah. Oh my god. In trial. Oh my gosh. Dude, that's insane, <sighs> man. They even showed like her shirt all bloody. 
See, that's why sometimes I wish like I could like was way smart enough to be like a judge. Cause like when cases like that would come out, I'd be like life prison. Don't need to see it. Just get them out right now. Life in get prison. Get them out of my face. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll just like, I'll just look at like, read the file and like, just be like, it's kind of like, but then you also get those people that are wrongfully accused too. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's right. crazy. But yes, I, that's Colleen Ritzer. Um, her killer got 40 years prison. Dumb bitch. He needed more. He needed more. Mm. I, if that was Texas, I'm pretty sure they would have death for penalty. the death penalty or at least done Definitely. 40 years too. Life. Or, the, or yeah, they would have done life without parole, if not the pr- penalty. Death penalty. Yeah. Definitely. All right. Okay, you guys. So I am going to give a disclaimer too, because, but for this whole case, because it's very uh, disturbing. And for some people, it might be even hard to listen to since it does involve a child. Mm -hmm. Um, So if you don't like this, I would just skip a few minutes. Um, okay, so I just want to tell you all that I cried like five times researching this. Yeah, I cried a lot. Um, today I'm going to be talking about Victoria Martin. She was born August 23rd, 2006. Um, she lived in Albuquerque, New Mexico. She lived with her mom, her little brother, and her mother's boyfriend. Um, his name is Fabian Gonzalez. Her mother had only known Fabian for about a month and um, she actually met this dude on Plenty of Fish. <laughs> and believe it or not, he literally moved in a few days after them meeting each other. So right from the start, I'm like, OK, this bitch is crazy. <laughs> anyway, Fabian had a cousin named Jessica. Um, Jessica had a criminal record and she was also just released from prison. Uh, Jessica ended up moving in with them as well. Um, I don't know how the mom thought this was a good idea, but I mean, whatever. Right. Also, Jessica's record wasn't like normal, like it wasn't like stealing or like a normal kind of conviction or whatever. She was she had two felony drug convictions and she had a charge of conspiracy to commit rape as oh. well. Um So Michelle, Victoria's mom, she was also like very heavily into drugs and she would often leave her kids home alone so she can go get her fix out in the street somewhere. Um, So as we can guess, also Fabian and Jessica were the same way. So all three of them were just a bunch of freaking, you know, drug addicts. Uh, Victoria was a good kid. She was very smart. She liked to dress up. She was very well liked in class. She got along with all the students. Uh, She loved school. She loved learning. Um, And her favorite color was purple. That's what it said. She makes me so sad. So, um... I also read in an article that um, Michelle would actually seek for men online and she would let them go over to her house and do sexual acts on her kids for money or for drugs. So she would like just ask guys to come over and they would pay her in drugs or money for whatever she had them doing to her kids. Um, August 24th, 2016, which was just a day after Victoria's birthday. So she had just turned 10 years old. Uh, police arrived at their apartment complex because there was reports of some disturbance happening. Uh, Michelle and Fabian were outside all beat up like they were both physically like punching each other because Michelle had like a gash on her face and Fabian had a cut on his left eye. Um Jessica was still inside. So then the police start knocking and tell her to come outside. They're like, hey, come outside. She fucking um, didn't open the door. And then um, so they push the door open and she jumps off the balcony um, like super suspicious. What? And then she fractured her ankle. At this point, they start seeing smoke coming out of the restroom in the apartment. Uh, When they open the restroom door, they saw... Victoria laying in a tub and she was dismembered and wrapped in a sheet that was set on fire. Um, And some of her organs were even removed. Oh, yeah. So an autopsy revealed that she was sexually assaulted and strangled to death. After that, she was stabbed repeatedly and then her body was set on fire. This little this little 10 year old. I know. Are you kidding me? Disgusting, right? 
So um, Michelle, Fabian, and Jessica were all three arrested and charged with the murder of Victoria and were held on a $1 million cash bond only. Um, it was concluded by the confessions that Michelle was not home during her daughter's murder. Um, so her charges for murder were kind of dropped, but she did plead guilty to one count of reckless child abuse, resulting in the death of um daughter and faces 12 to 15 years so she only gets 12 to 15 years in prison um jessica accepted a plea deal um and pleaded no content no contest or what is it no contest which means she well it just means she accepts the conviction but does not plead or admit admit guilt um and she's only serving 50 years for that 50 50 mm-hmm. Fabian uh, however has not accepted a deal and is going through with the trial um, he is charged with reckless child abuse resulting in death um, but get this he was released in 2019 and is in house arrest while he awaits his trial which will take place January 3rd 2022 it's coming up um this case was like really hard for me reading all the details. And um, I also read that when they were like, you know, like checking her or like the autopsy and stuff like that, that she had a caught an STD <gasps> from whoever like. Oh, my God. All those men that the mom would let. So what happened to the I'm sorry, I'm like literally about to cry. What happened to the other kids? The little brother, he was with his dad. Oh, so he saw nothing. Nothing happened to him. But. I just feel like all three of them should have been just like death penalty from the beginning. They're all three shady. They all three are drug addicts. They all three are negligent. Like, you know, you're never going to get a right story with three druggies. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And so I cried like so much reading because like I just felt so bad. And also I started crying because a few days after they had like this big balloon release and hmm. and they they were all singing happy birthday to her oh but God. That's i know so i cried <laughs> i always hate like when you hear stories so like cute. that like of you already know how i feel about people like that like i can't even imagine no. like as a mother like you just let your baby go through shit like that like your job is to fucking take care of your kids and love them and protect them and i'll never understand how people could do that like, how could you, first of all, leave her with people you don't... From the beginning, like, you meet a guy on Plenty of Fish, and a few days later, hey, you want to move in with me and my kids? And then he's like, sure. And why not? my dumbass cousin, too, might as well. And this fucking bitch allowed it, you know? All, like, they all three deserve the death penalty. I don't care. I don't... <gasps> and then her parents, the mom's parents, were uh, trying to sue them because they're painting, like, a bad picture of her that she was never a drug addict, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, cut the, the shit. Cut the shit. They were You're- protecting her? Mm-hmm. I'm like, cut the shit. Your daughter's a I'll never understand, junkie. though. Like, even, even, like, the law. Like, I feel like they're so lenient on these fucking people that do these things to the kids. Like... They are. They're so fucking lenient on on child rapists and pedophiles and all these fucking sick ass people out there like they're so lenient but you go and you get caught with two pounds of fucking weed and you get sent to prison for what 15 20 years you don't pay your taxes you're in prison for 50 years like they don't they're not lenient on that shit Mm -hmm. but they're lenient when with all these baby killers out there or when they let like the kids like if they're like in a nice home or somewhere someone's gonna actually take care of them but their mother or whatever comes back and they're like even though they know that she's like a bad mother a bad mother or like this and that they're like oh, okay well that's the mom so let them go back and it's like yeah. can you not see that she's not fit to be a mom yeah they could like, go like fucking two weeks being sober and they're like okay here's your kid yeah exactly and then it's like that's all she needed to be clean for two weeks yeah I mean not just the moms but dads too but like this you know what I mean and it's like I feel like I feel like the law and like like the the child protective services (laughs) workers like fail they fail all of these kids like somewhere along the line somebody drops the fucking ball and like 
that like that's why these things happen mm-hmm. it just makes me so mad like i just ugh. i know i can go on and on it makes me mad Disgusting. too of like the ones that are like you know the ones that actually go out to the house and stuff some of them are actually like legit and they're like trying to tell them over and over like no these kids need to be taken away taken away taken away and it's higher ups that are like no like no, it has to go through processing, exactly. and review, and reports, and follow when it's up like or, you should take those kids out like tonight, and they're like, no, well, we got to do this first. It's like, yeah. uh, no, like tonight. I actually yeah. knew, knew somebody who worked for Child Protective Services, and she said that the husband beat her up. The husband, and the wife beat her up, and she went to go check on the kids. Yeah. <gasps> so then she had to go back with police. Oh shit! She ended oh, up no. charging the like she ended up pressing charges on them. Good, but. Yeah. Holy shit. She got beat up. Mm-hmm. That's a, I that's a hard job to do. Yeah. Like Yeah. I yeah. yeah but that that's the story yeah. on little baby ten year old Victoria Martin. That's gonna scar me. Um, that scarred me. Yeah. No, really. I was like, there's 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 no way this bitch only got 12 years. 12 fucking 12 years. years in jail. Like, She's that's gonna like be a fucking soon. slap on the hand. Like, oh shame on you, and that's it. Yeah. yeah. And Victoria, she's never going to get to, I mean, she, she never got to grow up, experience life. I mean, the teachers would say she was like a really good kid. And I feel like maybe that was her escape school. That's why she was such a good kid, yeah. you know, because that's the only place where it she just, probably it felt loved. It also makes me sad, like knowing how much she endured probably the moment she was born, because some mm. of these babies like go through that. The moment they're born, like their parents go and sell them off, you know, for money yeah. or whatever. That's what she was doing for drugs, putting her and her brother up like online for auction, like for these nasty ass people to just come and take advantage of them for what? For drugs, for money, I just, for, a, for a 20 fucking 30 minute high. That's it. Disgusting. <sighs> Sorry, guys. I already know how I feel about that shit. Yeah. Yeah. I know that I, I saw like there's like a lot of cases like that and I couldn't bring myself to read them because I would be like going off on this yeah. episode and Tim would have to like edit me out. <laughs> He's probably going to have to do that in this episode. I don't but thank you. Well, but rest in peace, little baby. Um, That's so poor baby. But it, it was it was good to hear that you know a lot of people got together like the community and they yeah. all sang Honored her happy her. birthday because it was on her birthday that's horrible <sighs> okay let me just sorry take I'm a breather I was, that was a real heavy <laughs> like, i felt like i cried so much because like, i finished my research last night and i was like sitting there crying my eyes out and my cat was literally just like what the hell <laughs> it was just staring <laughs> at me but oh but, yeah God. it was really hard because, you know, she's little. That's sad. Oh my God. <sighs> okay. <laughs> Get that not, not out. <sighs> yeah. Okay, so I'm doing um, the Papin sisters. Um, this is a murder that took place in Paris or France, Paris, France. Um, so actually there are a total of three Papin sisters, but there's only two that are like very famous for this murder. So there are three. Uh, Amelia is the oldest one. Then it's Christine. And then the youngest one is, um, I think it's Leah or Le- Leah or something like that. Anyway, so from the start, these three uh, sisters were, um, their childhood was very like, abusive so it was their parents would always fight they would like physically hit each other verbally like abuse each other and then um it said that some of the i don't know if just both of them or all three of them would um experience like sexual assault by their father and then so shortly after that the oldest daughter amelia she was like you know peace out i'm leaving so she left the two younger sisters to fend for themselves, basically. Uh, and so they, them two are the ones that got it like the worst, pretty much. So then um, the mother and father ended up splitting up because which I thought was kind of weird was that they divorced because the mom, their mom was jealous of the older sister because she thought the older sister was making the father do these things to her and the sisters. So they broke up because the mom was like pissed off that the dad was like doing stuff with the daughters instead of her. Oh, my God. Are yeah. you serious? Yeah. That's why they broke up because the mom was jealous of the older sister because she thought. I'll never fucking understand that yeah. shit either. Mm-hmm. OK, go on. Yeah. <laughs> so. So anyways, they divorced. 
Um, and then shortly after they divorced, um, the two younger ones, Christine and Leah, they actually spent time in a mental institution. Um, I think it was like only for a few years. Like it wasn't very, you know, very, very long. But while they were in there, um, they were very quiet. They really talked to anybody, but they were always together. So like they never separated from each other. They were kind of like, you know, close knit. And so they believed um, like people inside the mental institution um, believed that they actually had some sort of like telepathic like way of communicating with each other because they were so close. There was like a, a little gap in age. They were like, I think three or four like years apart from each other. But they people thought that was strange because they had a huge age gap, but they were still like so close to each other. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, so then, um, yeah, they were they wouldn't talk to anybody and they were kind of like deemed as like weird like siblings. So uh, they were actually released after their their stay there and they ended up getting a job as maids. Um, and they, um, usually back then it was like normal to have like live in maids instead of like a maid coming every single day, they lived there in the house. So, um, they were actually forced to work 14 hour days and, um, they would only get half a day off, um, a week. So like they were, and apparently like this was most common, like with, um, like maid services back then, like they were forced to work like 14 hour days, like for so long and only get like a short amount of time, like off. Um, and it was, uh, it was reported that the girl, well, the, the two girls, um, they had to report to the wife and apparently, um, they, it was said that the, that the wife would like pinch them. I guess, I guess like when they weren't doing something like, cause it was said that the husband didn't care, like that they spent time like together or they would like, you know, talk and kind of like slack off a little bit unless like the jobs got done. Like he was like, I don't care. Like as long as you get your work done at the end of the day, like it's fine, do whatever you want. But apparently the wife really didn't like that very much. And so, um, they were saying the, the sisters were saying that they were subject to like a little bit of abuse from the wife while working there but it hasn't been really like proven like they can't prove that so it's like a he said she said sort of thing so um they ended up like just keeping to themselves and they would stay away but they were always like you know together so uh when they uh were at this house it was in 1933 so they were in the lanson house so anyways there was one night that um mr lanson and mrs lanson were supposed to have like a date night and they were going to a friend's house and um, Mrs. Lanson was going to meet him there. So she never showed up. Oh, I forgot to mention they had a little girl. They had like a daughter like with them in the house. Um, and so she was supposed to go meet the, the husband at this friend's house, but she never showed up. So he was like, OK, that's weird. But he didn't think it was like unusual because they have a daughter. So he was like, OK, maybe she, you know, was staying with the daughter. So he goes to the house and he sees that it's like completely dark that there's no lights on, no nothing like is on in the house. And he thinks that's odd. And so he's like, okay, let me see. Like he, it didn't seem like anybody was home. So he goes inside the house and he sees that the light is on in the maid's quarters. So he's like, okay. So he's going to go and ask them like, Hey, where did my wife go? Things like that. So he says that it looked a little weird because all the doors, um, like to get in, there was two doors to get into the maid's quarters. Both of them were completely locked. So he thought it was weird because they're never usually locked. And so he's like, okay, this is odd. So I don't know why he did it, but he called the police. Don't know why, but I guess maybe he had a feeling. I don't know. So he calls the police and then they, they come back, they come to the house and then um, they basically like force themselves like into the maid's quarters. And when the police get in there, they find um, that the sisters were in there and the mother and the daughter were lying in the bed naked. Um, and that there was, I, I don't know why they call it this, but it said it looked like a blood orgy is what they said is what the inside of the room looked like. Oh, just like blood everywhere. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so they were, they were laying naked in the bed and they were brutally murdered is what it said. So they both had, um, their eyes gouged out and their faces were smashed like to where you couldn't even recognize them anymore. Um, their legs had been shaven with knives. Oh my God, um, what the hell? Oh, sorry, not shaved, slashed with knives all over um, and their bodies too. They were left completely naked. So you could see like all the knife marks and everything on them. And so when um, 
the sisters had cleaned up the rest of the house and then they went to bed as if nothing had happened. So they killed them, did their duties, and then went to sleep as if nothing had happened, laying there with the bodies. In They were laying with the bodies. Mm-hmm. Not like with them, but like in the room, like with them. So they went to sleep oh, like nothing had happened. So um, they obviously like took them away. They were um, questioning them and they didn't deny anything. They confessed to everything. Like they didn't even try to like hide it. And when they asked them like why you know, why they did it or why they, you know, like killed them. Um, They just said like that they, um, they just not felt like murdering them, but they just, they wanted to just murder, murder them. Like it was like a, not like they wanted to, but like, it was like just something they wanted to do. Yeah. It was, they were like, not like the why not kid, but like, you know, like, I I just did did it. it. Yeah. Yeah. Like I just did it. Like that's basically what they said was they, they just did it. So what they ended up doing was because they knew that the sisters were like always together. They actually separated them when they were like the whole process of them, like interviewing them and like all that kind Mm -hmm. of stuff. So they were never together up on on this point. And so what happened was that they actually started to get like distressed from being apart. Like, one, I think it was Christine or the younger sister, like one of them actually had like a mental breakdown because they were not with the other sister. So it was determined that Christine, which is the middle sister, the second child, was the mastermind behind everything. And that they deemed Leah as being like having no personality of her own. So they basically were saying that they were so close together that Leah took on the personality of her older sister And that um, she basically like didn't know what she was doing because the sister was like the mastermind Mm -hmm. so that they were like acting as one person. Like they were so like close together and so weird and all all that, that it looked like they were just one person. Like they weren't two separate people. They were one person, one brain, one personality, one everything. Yeah. I'm a bullshit. (laughs) So what happened was that Christine, since she was like the mastermind, she was originally sentenced to death, but then they changed her sentence and then she actually just got life in prison. Um, But Christine ended up dying in 1937 while in prison because she um, couldn't take care of herself. She was like, so I want to be with my sister. I want to be with my sister that she stopped eating. She stopped drinking. She stopped showering. Like she just like didn't care anymore. And she ended up dying like in prison. Um, And Leah, since they deemed Christine as the mastermind, she had a shorter sentence um, and she was released from prison in 1941. So this happened in 1933 and she was released in 1941. Um, and so she reportedly, like yeah, she reportedly found a job after that and somewhat had a normal life, but under a fake ID. So <laughs> to she protect her identity. to protect her. Yeah. Um, and it was unclear whether Leah had passed away or not. They thought that she did pass away in 1981. Um, but apparently others claim that she died in 2001 because there was actually a documentary that, that came out on them. And um, apparently there was like they showed this woman who had like had a stroke and she was like in a wheelchair. And the director had said that it was Leah or so they don't know if that's true, like or not, that she was still alive or not alive or anything like that. But um While they were separated, Christine was the one that kind of like had a mental breakdown and went crazy. And they were thinking that like it's all from like the abuse. So it was like a two sided thing. Like some people were saying that they were like just so mentally like unstable that they didn't know what they were doing. And then there was another uh, set of people who thought, well, since they were, you know, working 14 hour days, you know, they they both said that they had slight abuse, like from the wife, like they were they were trying to make their case as like a poster for the hardworking conditions of like the working class back then. So they were basically saying, like, you know, we're working so hard. We don't get paid a lot. We get treated badly. Like this is what happens because could happen because of it so it was like two sides so there was like one side trying to argue like no like they're crazy like blah blah blah. they shouldn't have done that and then the other part was like well they're working class people this is how it really is and like this this and that so it was like all of france when this happened it was like one of the cases that was on the news like constantly like Mm -hmm. people were like religiously following it to see what happened like to the girls but 
um, when they, they never interviewed like afterwards, like the, the husband, like again, and then, um, but it was just the wife and the daughter that they killed. So I don't know if it was because he wasn't home and they might've like murdered him if he was home yeah. or if it was just them two, or I don't know why they murdered because the daughter because like, she never really did anything to them. It was just, they said it was just the wife. So I'm like, why would they kill the daughter? Like, is unless like maybe she heard the commotion or like walked in yeah, while or something it was going on. Yeah. I mean, I'm personally can only take so much they were abused as kids yeah and then now they go to work and this lady's like Appa- allegedly 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 them a little bit too so i mean yeah oh this is hard yeah it was like a toss-up like and but then, i mean working all day probably makes you nuts too i uh, yeah 14 hour days I'm going nuts <laughs> yeah but i'm like i could i i could get like them like if they you know i mean i'm not trying to <laughs> Murder's murder. Yeah. But no, no, you know no, what definitely. I mean? Like, I could see if they, like, you know, stabbed them or something, but gouging their eyes out Doing and smashing the extra. Their, It's almost like yeah. they're, they're, like, playing with their bodies pretty much. Like, yeah. oh, I wonder what would happen if I... Yeah, because they, like, gouge their eyes out and, like, beat their faces with a hammer. Yeah. What the They had fuck? a hammer, like, and they beat their faces, like, so bad. I wonder, so I'm like... I, I wonder if they did it while they were sleeping. Oh, maybe. maybe. Hmm. Yeah. Because I'm sure back then, like, they didn't probably didn't have, like, all that mm-hmm. data, right, that they do now where they can, like, determine the time of death, if they were Prob- sleeping yeah. or awake. You know so it was, yeah. like, 1933. Oh, no, definitely. So right? Yeah, probably not. Hmm. It's interesting. I think it's interesting, too, that they were, like, one person. Almost like they were Siamese twins, but, like, yeah. m- like but mentally. They they're, so like, many they're mentally apart. Siamese twins. Yeah. Because that's but, what the courts determined was that Leah had no personality of her own. Yeah. It was like shadowing her older sister or something like that. So yeah. they said so that crazy. they were like one person. That is crazy. I was like, oh, my God. Wow. Have no it words. makes you think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't overwork y'all's employees, y'all. Treat them right. <laughs> <laughs> y'all might get Just murdered. <laughs> <laughs> Give them like tacos or something. Yeah. You see me on the news. Give them acai you know bowls. <laughs> I love my boss. She'll buy us acai bowls. Mm, those are good. Oh, I've yeah. never had one. They sell them at HEB. What is it? Acai is a fruit, right? Yeah. It's like this frozen fruit with more fruit on top. And like, well, I'll take you to buy one. Fuck it. I can't it explain good. it. I got a frozen one from HEB one time. Does it give you diarrhea? Because I feel like it would give me diarrhea. <laughs> But everything cleanses you. <laughs> <laughs> but oh it tastes God. good though. Oh, yeah. This well, is a today heavy was episode. Yeah. It was. You know, as always, we like to mix things up with <laughs> true crime. But oh my God. Whenever we do true crime, we like go all in. And I feel like we get like so emotionally drained from it too. I know. Like I literally cried so much last night. There, but there, like I don't know why. I mean, I know why because like, yeah. it's sad. But like, it's because you think about it. Like Brianna, my niece, she's twelve. Like I could just, uh, like I can't imagine something happening to her. Like I, like Mm-mm. they're babies. Yeah. I just and can't. like reading my case, I was looking at my brother. He's twelve, turning thirteen. But I can't yeah. even imagine him being fourteen and like committing something like that. Like exactly. you know what I mean? Like he's exactly. so. He's so innocent and like for somebody to just, okay, that's what I'm going to do today. And how do you react to that as a parent? Like if your par- if your kid is a murderer, like you're, are you still going to love your it's kid? Like, like I don't I wonder understand. if it's almost like stages of grief, you know, like you're in denial and then you go through like anger, you're sad, you blame yourself and then you come to like acceptance. I wonder if I they're, know. if they're like, what did I do wrong? Yeah, or where did I go wrong? I feel like that that kid? would be me. I would yeah. be blaming myself. Yeah, but you also gotta understand. I mean, your kids have a mind of their own. Like you know, they choose to do what they do because they are who they it's are. So scary. Yeah, you know what? You can't even trust. I, I'm scared now. My my little sister's a teacher at a middle school. That's fucking scary. I'm gonna have to go work with her now. Get her like a little um. My mom, she the other day she bought all of us like rape alarms, oh, like yeah, little seen alarm those. thingies. They look like a little teardrop, and she was all, "Here, this is your rape alarm." And I was all, uh, at first I was kind of like really, but then I was all, uh, 
actually, this is a good idea. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to keep this yeah. on my keys. We, yeah, I get like one of those that they, mm. but like not the keys one because I feel like you'd leave your key, like a bracelet or something that you can wear like yeah. all the time and then just press it. Also, that's cool. Probably did not have a good security. I remember our Probably schools had not. security guards everywhere. I Maybe because we're in the South Side. But, you know, yeah. like our school, I remember had yeah. cops like all in well, there all the time. But they didn't check our backpacks. Oh, you're right. They didn't. They, they like we didn't go through like the metal detectors but and all they, that stuff. They, didn't they have that? You could only have a mesh backpack or, or that clear way, or clear. Um, I'm sure, but I mean, I never had a backpack. I had a big purse and I would throw everything. But in. also like if he had a hoodie and stuff, you know, like yeah. he could they have, would like question. hid the stuff yeah. like in between his hoodie. You're right. You're right. Even in your binders, you have yeah. pockets in your binders. You can easily. Okay. I'm going to stop. <laughs> I'm going to stop. Don't give anybody your mouth. <laughs> uh, we also forgot to mention in the beginning of the episode, this is our 50th episode. Woo! Five zero. Five zero. It's our golden episode. way to one hundred, baby. Isn't that like you know when you get married and it's fifty years? That's a golden one, right? So yeah. this is our golden episode. Our golden episode. This is our golden, golden. shower Ooh. episode. Ooh. Yeah, just kidding. <laughs> I don't want that one. <laughs> drink some water if it's golden. <laughs> oh yeah, you need to drink more you need water. More water. You're dehydrated. <laughs> You're you a little prune. <laughs> That's me. I'm a prune. Mm. Mm-hmm. No, is it a pruned raisin? <laughs> Wait, say say it again that it's our fiftieth. It's our fiftieth episode. Yay! <laughs> Flash us, shake your titties. <laughs> <laughs> Me, <laughs> your turn, Ashley. All right. <laughs> Wait, just to let you know, we all showed each other our titties. How funny! Except I don't have a cute bra like y'all do. <laughs> Mine's just. Black. <laughs> you got a mom but it's okay, black. girl. And I have granny panties. <laughs> it was I don't laundry want day. Me I don't want underwear. I'm not wearing any today. <laughs> Guys, don't wear underwear. Let I'm it free. Except when you're at work. <laughs> I literally, I was at home and I told God, why do we have to wear underwear? But underwears are hurting me. I'm going to take them off. I was like, girl, where have you been? I never wear underwear. <laughs> I just don't wear when I have like leggings or like my bike shorts. Then I don't wear underwear. I don't wear. Weird. I don't wear underwear. I never wear underwear. The only time I wear underwear <laughs> is when I'm at work because really? I don't want my scrubs all up in there. <laughs> but I always wear. I mean, I never wear underwear. You can ask my best friend Noreen; she'll tell you. Mm, I believe it. So I don't it. get Gato underwear for Christmas. Yeah, because she I won't, won't wear, wear it. it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, like, can I borrow some underwear? Because <laughs> you know it'll be unused. <laughs> Only if they're cute. Like when it's Halloween and Victoria's Secret has this cute little witchy oh, underwear, I'll, I'll buy them. But you never wear I them. I wear, wear them on special occasions. Shut up. Huh? What? I said I can't wear Victoria's Secret underwear because I'm too fat. You just had a even fast. their bra. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I got my grandma's booty, butt. Yeah, I got a big booty, big big booty, but you got a big booty. Okay. Oh my god! Like the way Sabrina was dancing today. <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> Tim was like, "The hell are you doing?" <laughs> She's all twerking. She's all. Then two, two hot dog thing. from Mickey Mouse. <laughs> She's all getting it, and I was like, "Oh, uh, oh wait, what are you doing?" <laughs> I'm all like, yeah, yeah. Wait, no, hold on, stop, stop that, stop that. Stop that. <laughs> she had her hands uh, on her knees. It was, was Gato. Gato taught her that. I teach uh, everyone, all my friends, kids. I teach them something. What are you gonna teach Sophia? The same it's thing. a surprise. <laughs> the same thing. She's gonna no, be like, "Mama, no. look!" Like, <laughs> no, Looking like the other, off. the other day, um, I was at the store with my best friend Noreen, right? And I'm like, "What the hell?" Right? And it's like weird because her daughter is always like, "What the hell?" She's only like four, <laughs> and so I'm like, "Noreen, I'm sorry." She's like, "For what?" And I'm like. That's where that's where Gabri gets it from from me. She's like, oh yeah, girl, she's all you. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. And then yeah, we got home and she's like, what the hell? Where were y'all? Like, she's just so crazy. I love her. You're you're like you're my I'm kid's dad. You're yeah. Noreen's kid's dad. You're, you're, like, you're Sophia's like the fun dad. Aunt. Yeah, 
I'm the fun aunt for now because you know. Yeah, like she wait comes till I have a to kid. the house and she's like, she's with Sabrina or she's carrying Jason and feeding them or she's putting trash bags in my trash can. Yeah. I'm like, you're <laughs> such a good husband. Come on, thanks. <laughs> Move in. <laughs> Move in. Oh, well, that end, that's like we ended it a little lightly because yes, oh yes. my heart. Fifth episode. Make sure you celebrate with us. <laughs> Tell us we'll congratulations. Think of we'll do something. <laughs> yeah. We'll do something on release day. Mm-hmm. Something. something. I don't know. We'll f- a surprise. We'll figure something out. <laughs> something. something out. But if you have any suggestions on any true crime, true crime topics you would like for us to cover, email us at scarynotscarypodcast at gmail.com. Follow our website, scarynotscarypodcast.com. Follow us on every social media platform you can think of at scarynotscarypodcasts. Um, make sure you rate, rate and review us on iTunes. Because um, we read them. Yes, and we like we read them. them. And it can put us in the charts. And that's our goal for this year. Hopefully, yes. going into next year, we can get put, what do we say? Top 20, top 50? Top 20, 50. Mm-hmm. One, of those, one, one of those charts. Any chart. Top 20. Oh, my God. Like <laughs> That I, would be legit. That would be like a huge, like... Yeah, let your friends know, let your sisters know, let your church know. I don't care. <laughs> tell your mom, shit, tell your right? wives, tell your husband, tell your sisters, tell mm-hmm. your brothers, tell your teachers, tell your principals, tell your we're scaring, <laughs> officer, tell everybody. Yeah. We're scaring everybody up in here. Tell your pin pals, mm-hmm. tell, tell all your pin pals in prison. Yes, there you go. I'm sure they didn't got nothing to do there. Yeah, just blast scary, not scary podcast on the intercom. Come on, there you go. Please, please, please do please. it. Please, we're really funny. <laughs> We're supposed to be under um, like horror, but we're under comedy. Put us under comedy, comedy paranormal. Oops, my uh, bad. We can't help it that we have sparkling personalities. Very <laughs> sparkling personalities, and you all love us very much. Thanks. Ding. We wouldn't be who we are without our personalities. Yeah. For, <laughs> anyways, really. Was. Oh yeah, and then make sure you follow us on Spotify. We're on iHeartRadio. Download Podbean. Follow us on Podbean because we do live shows and we're trying trying to plan a live show we don't soon. know when it's gonna be but we'll be announcing eventually. it soon eventually mm-hmm. and i believe that's it yep yeah yes guys watch your surroundings don't trust people mm-hmm. make good choices and be nice to your employees yes definitely if you have employees be nice to your employees mm-hmm. and until next time remember to always stay